Winston Peters is refusing to apologise for his extraordinary attack on the former Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, in which he wrongly accused her office of hiding information from the public about the March 15 terror attack. In a social media post last night, the New Zealand First Leader said that yesterday was the first time we'd learnt that the Prime Minister's office received information about the massacre before it took place. In fact, her office was sent the terrorist manifesto less than 10 minutes before the first shots were fired. A detail revealed and widely reported one day later. Labour is demanding the former Deputy Prime Minister remove the tweet, labelling it bizarre and clearly inaccurate but to no avail. Mr Peters has refused RNZ's interview requests and his potential coalition partners, National and ACT, are also keeping quiet. Here's our Deputy Political Editor, Craig McCulloch. The day is regarded as one of New Zealand's darkest, March 15, 2019. The day a lone shooter killed 51 people at two Christchurch mosques. This is the police. Where is your emergency? Uh, I'm getting an email that's been sent to Parliament. This is the first emergency phone call that day, made by Parliament's security team, alerting police to a chilling email. The terrorist had sent out his manifesto to 34 recipients, mostly media, but also the Prime Minister's office. The email landed shortly after 1.32. At 1.38, a staffer in that office called Parliamentary Security and then forwarded on the email. At 1.40, the security staffer called 111. Unknown to him, the terrorist was just beginning his attack. I'm just calling getting an email that's been sent to Parliament. Okay. Um, which appears to be indicating someone claiming that they've carried out an attack in Christchurch or planning an attack on Christchurch. The call was played at the coronial inquest in Christchurch yesterday and reported on, including here on Checkpoint. It was the first time the call had been played in public and it prompted an astonishing outburst from one Winston Peters, recently returned to Parliament on election night. Our purpose is to keep them honest. And to raise the roof, but others won't raise a finger. Raise the roof he did last night, as the New Zealand First Leader unleashed on social media, accusing the former Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern of an appalling lack of transparency. He claimed wrongly that the latest information had been hidden from the public and from him as then Deputy Prime Minister, and that we were just now learning of it for the first time. In fact, Dame Jacinda spoke openly about the email at a media conference on March 16 literally one day after the massacre. I was um, one of uh, more than 30 recipients of a manifesto that was mailed out nine minutes before the attack took place. The revelation was widely reported by media at the time, both in New Zealand and overseas. The Labour Party's senior MP, Carmel Cipolloni, says Mr Peter's comments are bizarre. I would hope that Winston would actually apologise for those tweets because they are pushing misinformation. Jacinda didn't try and hide anything. She was very transparent about what was happening at the time. The timeline was again spelled out by the Royal Commission of Inquiry in late 2020, which concluded that parliamentary service had acted appropriately and within a reasonable time period. He should have been absolutely aware. He was part of the Royal Commission in terms of, as Deb, in black and white, 
effects. Abdur Razak from the Federation of Islamic Associations says Mr Peters needs to take a good long look at himself. He says his focus should be on the families affected. This is not a time for political posturing. We don't want people to base their opinions based on this kind of misinformation. That too is a concern of Kate Hanna from the Disinformation Project. As numerous conspiracy theories pop up in the comments beneath Mr Peters' social media post. It sort of adds support to those who deny the truth of the attacks. And when people deny the truth of the attacks, they deny the experiences of those who lived and died. The controversy comes at a critical time in government formation, with National having begun early discussions with both ACT and New Zealand First. Depending on how the final election count lands, Mr Peters and his seven MPs could be necessary to make a majority. That makes this a potential headache for the incoming Prime Minister, Christopher Luxon. He didn't want to comment today, and National's frontbench MP Simeon Brown did his best to avoid the issue during a pre-scheduled appearance on TVNZ's Breakfast. Ultimately, that's a question you'd have to put to Winston Peters. Ultimately, that's up to him. He's the leader of the New Zealand First Party. That's a matter for him. Ultimately, you have to put those questions to Winston Peters about what happened when. Those are questions you have to put to him. We did try. Mr Peters did not reply to RNZ's messages or return our calls. His initial post remains up online, as well as a follow-up in which he labels the media feckless and continues to insist he was not kept transparently informed. Not even two weeks since Mr Peter's triumphant comeback, already he's making his presence known.